0: Looks fine still, how's yours? Same for me. Okay, we'll just do it then. So here's, spritz. That's what in my face! <laughs> Wrong way. We're pregnant. Bro, do you even like I live? can't eat another One bite. One is usually bigger than the other. It tastes awful. This won't hurt a Wait, bit. why is it leaking? Did you that? What's that not, not there, a there yesterday. That's totally I'm the fastest girl my natural hair color. supposed to look like that? Don't worry, worry solid. Deadly. Terrell. And I'm Iris. Welcome to Health Science. For the rest of us, a podcast where we take a super practical look at the body, its shenanigans, and the world of fascinating ways we try and keep it healthy. This definitely won't replace a trip to your doctor's office, but it may help you make heads or tails of how to live in your body better. More important than that, This podcast will help you look like a total badass at your next Facebook debate.
1: You did it again.
0: We can edit that later. Let's Let's do do this. This. Well, this happened. Despite the forecast and my hair appointment and that sink full of dirty dishes, we managed to take this show on the road again for some out-of-town shenanigans. This time around, rather than heading south, we packed up a bunch of our podcasting equipment and ventured into our nation's capital. Once we found parking, special co-host Jess joined us for two days of sweet-talking DCPL librarians getting lost in Northwest's Whole Foods and getting sweaty in public on purpose To find out whether homemade deodorant is all it's cracked up to be.
1: No underarms were harmed in the making of this podcast. You might remember us talking about deodorant for the first time during episode 1, Adventures in Body Odor. If you are one of the humans who skipped the Body Odor episode, or if you would like to play it again in order to hear what we said in it about deodorant, you can find it by scrolling through the playlist for this show. In the meantime, if you've never heard of deodorant, and you don't plan to revisit the body odor episode, it will be helpful to know that deodorant is a product that the humans use on their underarms, in order to get rid of odors that occur when stress and heat cause the human's underarms to start sweating. Deodorant is different from antiperspirant, because, unlike antiperspirant, deodorant does nothing to stop the humans from sweating. Nonetheless, deodorant is very popular, fairly inexpensive, pretty easy to find in local stores and shops, and as we found out, pretty easy to make in a standard kitchen.
0: Do you have a favorite deodorant that you like to use? I actually don't.
2: I'll just grab whatever I can grab. I don't even pay attention to the ingredients, even though I should. Um, I just take what I can get.
0: You're one of those people. I am. Do Do you ever get rashes or redness or I don't do you ever are you pick? you're not picky about how they smell or what's... I don't want it to be too fragrant
2: but no I'm not really picky I'm not too picky and no rashes no, no bumps
0: you make me sick you don't have sensitive skin either
2: I think I do but I mean as far as like my underarms I don't have any problems with whatever deodorant I use
0: this interview is over <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you're not picky about deodorant because you have super pits. Have you, have you ever thought about how deodorant is made or why the things that are in deodorant are in deodorant?
2: I haven't really thought about it,
0: Ooh. but I think you're going to inform me. This is going to be good. <laughs> this might be helpful later on when I show you these things over here mm. that I had to wrestle the people in the public library for. Only, no only in D.C. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the cool thing about deodorant is that there are three special ways it works in order to deal with our body odor. And the way that deodorant helps us with body odor is that it either hides the smell With things like perfumes and fragrances, Mm -hmm. like what you said. Or it works by using chemical compounds to kill the bacteria under your pits that causes the odor. I've said this before that I don't think it should be called body odor. It should be called bacteria odor because the odor is from bacteria feeding on the things that are in your sweat. That makes sense. But I'm not in charge and no one listens to me. (laughs) Um, When it comes to store-bought deodorant, most of the time, the chemicals that are used to kill the bacteria in order to get rid of the smell are things like something called triclosan, and there's another one called chlorhexidine, and sometimes it's just plain old alcohol. Or other big
2: words that are hard to pronounce.
0: Only if you don't practice them first. (laughs) When I was waiting at the Xerox machine, I had time to practice all the things. Good job. Yeah. The last part's easy, though. So there's a third way that deodorant works to help with your body odor. And that has to do with pH. Okay, before we go any further... I'm going to take a moment to talk about pH because it can be kind of confusing and it comes up a couple more times during our deodorant test. Put simply, very simply, pH is one of the ways we describe how water particles behave, especially when they are part of mixtures like blood or bleach or soap or soda or pee. Normally, The hydrogen and oxygen particles found in pure water stick together in special clumps called molecules without breaking apart much or separating into smaller pieces. But when water is part of a mixture, its original clumps can break apart and form completely new clumps using the particles from whatever substance it's been mixed with. This process of mixing water with other things can change its color, its taste, its smell, and even how safe it is to drink. But it can also result in the appearance of leftover, unclumped water particles called hydronium ions and hydroxide ions. All of this is much too small for us to see with our naked eyes. But because chemistry and math, these leftover particles can be counted and then the numbers we get can be translated into a kind of score. That score is what pH is. A low score closer to zero tells us that a substance contains a fair amount of leftover hydronium ions. Of course, in regular English, we would just say that that substance is acidic. A very high score, on the other hand, closer to 14, means a substance has a fair amount of leftover hydroxide ions. We'd describe that substance in plain English by calling it basic or alkaline. Finally, a score of about seven tells us that a substance has nearly equal amounts of leftover hydronium ions and hydroxide ions, so we would just call that substance neutral. End of side note. Deodorants work... By changing the pH of your armpit skin, that face you just wow. made I could have I should have just skipped to that, huh you could have, but yeah. no the other stuff is yeah. interesting too um but what happens is the skin under your armpits is usually pretty acid, and when we take baths and showers with soap, it makes our underarms less acid okay. this is This is a problem because The bacteria that live under our armpits and make the odor, they are able to survive better in the less acid environment. So every time we take a shower, we're basically doing the bacteria a favor, Mm. helping to make our armpits a better environment for them. And the deodorants work by trying to restore the pH back to a slightly acid or slightly more acid condition so that the bacteria that makes the odor can't survive as well under our arms. So a vicious cycle. It is a vicious cycle. Yeah. We use soap in the shower, and that makes our underarms less acid. Mm -hmm. And so the bacteria is like, woo, gangbusters. (laughs) Then we have to put on deodorant to make it acid again. Mm -hmm. So the solution is we should just all be dirty and smelly all the time. In store-bought deodorants, store-bought deodorants have ingredients like, I practice this, triethanolamine and diethanolamine. These are substances. I got it well done. First Good try. job. <laughs> These are substances that deodorants will have that can help to try and shift the pH back to a place where the bacteria can't survive as well and make all that stench under your arms. There's a bunch of other stuff that deodorant has in it, but that's not why we came.
1: If you're interested, deodorants also typically contain substances called parabens that help to keep the deodorant from going stale and substances called humectants to help keep the deodorant from drying out.
0: So, now to the homemade part. Woohoo! Based on that stuff I said, does it, does it sound like there might be good reasons to make your own deodorant or absolutely. Is, it, is that, is that something that you would be comfortable trying? I would be willing to try it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it because of all the, the weird chemical names that I tried to say, or is it? Because... Mostly the chemicals. Yeah. In it.
2: Yeah. When you stop and think about what is in a product that you use every day mm-hmm. and a lot of those things, I have no clue what they are until you told me. Mm-hmm. So you know, we should probably know what's in the products that we use mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be able to pronounce it yeah. without practice.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like um, if you know how deodorant is supposed to work and if you know what all the different ingredients are supposed to do, then it, I think it would stand to reason that it would be a simple thing to try and figure out how to make your own so the internet agrees. I'm going to hand you this stack of papers.
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: This hard fought for stack of papers. And what I want you to do is just skim through those. Tell us your first impressions of each one and tell us if there's one that you would be willing to try for the sake of podcast. Hmm.
2: Oh, wow. Okay, so the first recipe is for an herbal deodorant spray that includes um, a cup of 80 proof vodka. Among other things that I would like to use, lavender buds. That sounds great. I like lavender in general. Um, The other things that are included, like optional things, you can use magnesium chloride flakes. Some of these things I wouldn't know where to find, I guess.
0: What is it? Magnesium?
2: Flakes? Magnesium chloride flakes.
0: Okay, guess what that is. Magnesium. Guess what magnesium chloride is. What? I'll give you a hint. It starts with an S.
2: Sulfur? No. You probably wouldn't want to put that on there.
0: <laughs> it is salt. Oh, sodium. Okay, yeah. Sodium's not salt. Then I was close. Sodium chloride is salt. Mm. You were close. Mm. Salt is just what you get when you add a non-metal to a metal and they bind together. Okay.
1: By this same system of naming chemical compounds, aluminum chloride, which is the active ingredient in antiperspirants, is also a salt.
0: That was the random useless (laughs) chemistry fact for today. Thank you. (laughs) I don't know where you would buy. Seems like we
2: should just be able to use
0: salt. Like
2: Well it's optional in this recipe, you don't have to
0: use it. (laughs) All right. I'm gonna what I'm doing right now is looking to see how much magnesium chloride flakes would cost and where we would even buy that. Okay. Twenty dollars for a fifty pound bag, I think oh. It's also an ingredient in ice melt.
2: Oh. So
0: if we buy a big enough bag, then you can use the extra (laughs) to put on the pavement when it snows. Good idea. Let's check Amazon.
2: It might be something you can buy at Whole Foods.
0: Let's try Whole Foods then. Oh, you know what we should do? We should do Instacart. Well
2: Amazon owns Whole Foods, so you could probably
0: Okay. So find it on Amazon. If you buy it in this bag of bath flakes, it's thirteen dollars for a about two pound bag.
2: And this recipe calls for a fourth cup.
0: Mm. You'd end up buying a whole lot of extra flakes.
2: But if you're planning on using this recipe long term, it would be fine.
0: Well, after break, just with the magnesium flakes, I think it's more expensive than a stick of deodorant from the store. It would be. I guess there's that. Okay. How do you feel about that recipe so far? Does that seem doable or it seems doable
2: it'd be a lot of work but if you depending on how much you can get out of it and how long it lasts it Mm -hmm. might be worth it let's see number two another homemade recipe so this recipe yields four ounces Mm. and it has apple cider vinegar in it, which most people have at home.
0: That, I, I, I do. I have strong but opinions about. I think apple cider vinegar smells like dirty and I don't it know. It stinks.
2: It's terrible. Right. Yeah, it is. I don't know why anyone
0: would put that as an ingredient.
2: I actually have um, a face toner that mm-hmm. I use mm-hmm. from an, an apothecary in Columbus, mm-hmm. and it has apple cider vinegar in it, and my husband hates the smell of it.
0: I agree with him.
2: (laughs) And then, okay, so it it only has two ounces of apple cider vinegar, even though a lot doesn't take, it doesn't take much for it to smell pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Two ounces of distilled water, and it said, let's see, 30 drops of lemongrass or lemon essential oil.
0: That seems like it would burn.
2: 30 drops, yeah. 15 drops of lavender essential oil, and then five drops of tea tree essential oil
0: that sounds like it would burn too
2: so you just put it all into a little four ounce glass bottle you shake it up and you're ready to use it
0: that sounds like something that you spray on yourself after you shave like after shave it yeah, sounds like that it does. would burn
2: and then it said in the notes for extra strength order protect odor protection if i can talk you can use the vodka again but they use hundred proof so there must be
0: something to do with a vodka that helps with the odor. Can you even buy a 100 proof? Where would you even get You probably get that? can. Oh, okay. This has turned into a new kind of adventure. Uh,
2: yeah, so this one, I mean, it's a lot more doable. Mm-hmm. And you, you'd probably have to play around with how much essential oil you need to use.
0: Yeah. That one makes more sense so far than the other one because that one has potentially alcohol in it. Yes Deodorants that you buy at the store Can have alcohol in them Mm -hmm. Um, They might have a little less alcohol Than the chemicals Because the alcohol takes longer to dry And so the deodorant companies Tend to use other chemicals instead Because they dry faster
2: Oh okay So the vodka one
0: It might work Maybe it will take longer to dry On your pits
2: Okay True All right, our third one Has witch hazel burns aloe vera gel that doesn't that that would i guess reverse the burning baking soda and then another essential oil Uh, i don't know how to pronounce something sage all of these clary sage
0: i don't know i didn't read those before (laughs) i gave them to you
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's an essential oil so (laughs) (laughs) maybe good for
0: your pits how much aloe vera gel did they say a fourth of a cup
2: of aloe vera gel. That's kind of. And then a fourth of a cup of baking soda. So just all of that mixed together. I mean, that almost seems like a paste. Yeah, I was thinking that. More than it would that. be an actual deodorant.
0: Hmm. That sounds messy too. Maybe.
2: And the essential oil that they mention, um, you shouldn't
0: use if you're pregnant. So. Whoa. The one that was weird to pronounce? Yeah. You what probably it? know see. it. Clary sage? See? You want. Clary sage costs $64. And you need 10 drops of it. But supplements, um,
2: or you, I guess you could use lavender or rosemary oil t- to supplement that clary sage. Okay, so our next recipe calls for a one bottle of high-proof liquor and tea tree essential oil. So that sounds like pretty simple. You don't need much.
0: They don't say dark or light.
2: They say that you can use Everclear, which that stuff is potent. (laughs) Vodka, gin, um, so any kind of grain ethanol, alcohol. Oh, was that me? Yeah, and also they said don't use rubbing alcohol. It can be very toxic. Wow. So use the stuff you can drink.
0: (laughs) The fact that they had to write that tells you. Exactly. Somebody has used it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's too bad.
0: (laughs) So you just take your alcohol of choice and put
2: it into a spray bottle. And then add 10 drops of whatever essential oil that you like.
0: And then you drink it.
1: And then you drink essential
2: oil? You probably could. I don't know.
0: Poison Control says no. You should not drink them.
2: All right. Well, you can spray them in your pits, apparently. But don't drink it. Oh, we're almost there. Two more. Okay. Okay. All right, so another all-natural deodorant. Okay, so this one says ethanol alcohol are one of the ingredients. So al- ethanol alcohol is one of the ingredients, but again, it's not the rubbing alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to use gin or vodka. So are we? We're seeing yeah. the same kind of. Yeah. And the second ingredient, let's see, I'm thinking it's gonna be essential oil. Oh, it looks like it's vinegar. Okay, so this one calls for just two ingredients and that would be gin or vodka and distilled white vinegar. So these are the only two ingredients that you need. Okay, that, so our last recipe, um, again, okay, this one is different, so it has witch hazel again and organic aloe vera gel we have uh, just this time just one teaspoon of baking soda so that's not as bad um we have organic um
0: ar- i'm gonna say this wrong argan oil that sounds right to me argan <laughs> argon A- a-r-g-a-n a-n oh argan i, guess, I don't know okay <laughs>
2: And then you have your essential oils. They use tea tree and... Which I don't know if... I'm still not sure if that would be good under your armpits or not. Because tea tree is really strong. Yeah. Um, Grapefruit essential oil. Or you could use orange and then a lemon essential oil. So you put it all in a bottle. Shake really well. And it says allow it to rest for about 5 or 10 minutes for the baking soda to fully dissolve.
1: Hmm...
0: So, all of these sound made up, but uh, the ones with alcohol do seem like they could be useful because the alcohol is maybe killing the bacteria that cause the odor. Yeah. Uh, I looked at some of the alcohols from the recipes. The one that came up a lot was vodka, vodka. Vodka has a pH of 4, which is acidic. I think um, normally when you don't use soap and stuff, the acidity of your armpits is between 4.5 and 6. And the vodka, it looks like, has a pH of 4. It seems like we would have to assume that if you take something that has an acid pH and put it on your pits, then that will make your pits acid. And I feel like in real life, the process is probably more complicated than Absolutely. just that. Um, however, alcohol does also have the bacteria killing properties.
2: That is true.
0: So there's that. And then a bunch of those recipes had smelly, fragrant things. Yes. Yes. That might help hide the odor. The essential oils. And for some of them, some of the recipes, there's
2: a lot of drops that you have to put into one small little bottle.
0: Yeah. So uh, if I had to guess, I'm not sure which one I would guess is the most effective, which one we should actually try. Um, I think we have to try one with the alcohol in it, with the vodka or gin. (laughs) Um, okay, so we're leaning towards one of the recipes that has booze in it. Yes. Um, do you have any concerns about any of the other ingredients? Baking soda came up a couple times. I don't know if essential oils would be something that we would need to worry about. Some people do get rashes and redness and hives and blisters when they put that on their skin. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... But based on the ones that we've seen, which one or two, I guess, would you feel most comfortable trying out?
2: Um, I wouldn't be opposed to trying, like, one with the apple cider vinegar, your favorite, and then one with um, the vodka. But I have to see which one with the vodka that – there was the one that was really simple that was just basically, like, two ingredients. Like, two things, yeah. Yeah, I think we should try that one.
0: All right. At this point in the experiment, we shut down the recorder and headed into the kitchen to look for all of the ingredients we were going to need. Once we were sure that we did have all the ingredients we were going to need, we called it a day and then met early the next morning to work out my frog voice and to try out two of the internet deodorant recipes we looked at the day before. The first thing we'll do is we'll actually make the recipes and then what we'll do is we'll take a small amount and put it in the inside, the inside of our forearm and we'll just make sure that it doesn't burn or give us any pain or anything.
1: What Terrell just described is a version of a test called a patch test. Patch tests are commonly done by companies that make skin products so that they can be sure their products will not cause the humans to develop rashes or allergic reactions.
0: And then we're going to wash our underarms with normal soap and water because that's what the deodorant companies do. Yeah. Um, and then we'll put on this homemade deodorant and then we're going to go down to the gym and do some things and then we'll come back and talk about what we think.
1: This test is similar to what deodorant companies do, too. Before bringing products to market, deodorant companies may complete what's called a hot box trial. No, not that hot box. Another kind of hot box, where research participants are asked to wash their underarms with soap and water, apply deodorant, and then sit inside of a special room, called a gravimetric, hot room, where the temperature is kept at about 100 degrees Fahrenheit, and the humidity is kept at about 35%. After about 40 minutes, the participant's sweat is collected. About 20 minutes later, the sweat may be collected again, and again, about 30 minutes after that, so that the science humans can analyze the sweat, and determine how well the deodorant seems to be destroying any odor-causing bacteria. Other versions of these hotbox tests involve using machines called olfactometry devices in order to determine how much odor is present or using specially trained humans called odor judges in order to determine how much odor is present.
0: Um, Which one do we want to do first? So that recipe has just the, we can use
2: the vodka and tea tree essential oil.
0: Okay. They don't actually have measurements. Yeah, we had the same. We had the same problem with the homemade pregnancy tests, but that's another thing. I <laughs> don't tell you how so, much. Of, okay. I guess we could just.
2: We have these small little glass bottles. Mm-hmm. I and mean, how much? How full do you think you want to make it?
0: How much of your own vodka do you want to waste today? <laughs> we don't have <laughs> to make that much.
2: How about we just fill it up to
0: half with vodka? Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we need a funnel or something? I'm gonna make a mess. <laughs> I hope I don't spill this. I don't want to waste perfectly good. Here, you want me to pour? It? Yes. You made that look really easy. So right away, I noticed there really isn't. A, there's not a smell.
2: Yeah, no smell there's to this. Good. Whatsoever.
0: Good. All right. So there's there's vodka, and then we need a tea tree essential oil. So okay. I have
2: a lavender and tea tree
0: oil that I think will smell really good. Did she say how much to use? 10 drops uh, per one ounce. Because we could just pour out half of this so that there's just one ounce left. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I'm gonna mess this up too. Where'd that funnel go? No, the
2: funnel is gonna get caught on there. You won't not get all the oil in there. One, two, three,
0: four, five, six, such seven. a great job. <laughs> oh, we messed it up. Eight, Eight nine. nine Ten. Ten, good job. Okay. See,
2: you're nervous for no that was, reason. That was. You did a great
0: job. I did. Oh, it changed colors. It was it clear did. before, and now it's like kind of cloudy. Yep. I didn't notice a lot of smell from the lavender and tea tree. Do you smell anything yet? I smelled it just a little bit when uh. I put the top on. All right, it wasn't too strong. Uh oh. Oh, thought I mixed up the bottles. <laughs> now we have this other recipe where we'll need two ounces of apple cider vinegar we got some really good apple
2: cider vinegar
0: that is dark in color a really good
2: mother yeah it's gonna smell
0: (laughs) what is mother
2: the mother is like the part of look with the mother is the part that keeps (laughs) like the apple cider fermenting
0: oh oh wow i don't need to smell it
2: you can smell it from here
0: yeah oh it's not that bad okay okay good I complained for nothing. (laughs) Okay, so how many ounces are we gonna do? It says two ounces, so we can fill this about two thirds full. You think that's an ounce? Yeah, that looks good. Thank you. you Yes, may as well get pictures of the bottle. That's a good picture. (laughs) Since we are cutting the recipe in half, we'll need 15 drops of the essential oil Let's try the lavender since we put the lavender and tea tree in the other one. That one I noticed the smell. It has like um, like an oily lavender smell to it. Um <laughs> it's lavender. So,
2: fifteen <laughs> drops. Fifteen drops.
0: You want to try and pour it on a spoon first, or we could use the funnel for this one just okay. because it doesn't have a dropper. I don't know what fifteen just drops are gonna it. look like. Probably fifteen-ish and a little extra yeah <laughs> how many ounces is that bottle we just poured from four ounces how much would that bottle cost at the store
2: at so this bottle at whole foods is almost 40 dollars oh, but on
0: amazon it's 20 dollars you think for 20 or 40 dollars they would give you an eyedropper or something like absolutely that? okay i think that's done so we'll pull out the funnel and we'll shake that up which one do you want to, ch- to try? Do you wanna- I think
2: since vinegar's not your
0: favorite. Okay, so we'll um, trade. Yes. we that. Goes to that. We'll get that to that. So we'll try the spot test now. We'll just put a little bit inside like near our wrist. I guess like one spritz. And then while we're washing our underarms with soap and water, we'll have time for this to settle in on our wrist. That was easy. Mm -hmm. I don't smell anything so far. It doesn't burn.
2: Yeah, I don't. Mine is fine. So the apple cider vinegar is, I guess the drops help cover it up pretty well. Mm -hmm. I don't smell it very much. And no burning, um,
0: no issues. Same here. Right now, I don't smell anything out of the ordinary. So this is going to (laughs) be juicy. (laughs) All right. So we're ready for phase two. So we'll do the soap and water. That way, our pits will be nice and the wrong pH.
1: Five minutes and some soap later.
0: All right. Maybe two spritzes per pit. They don't tell us how much we're supposed to. You can try that. Two. Mhm. My wrist looks fine still. How's yours? Same for me. Okay, we'll just do it then. So here's spritz. That's winning my face. <laughs> Wrong way. That does have a nice essential oil it quality does. to I it. I need one more
2: spray on this side because my, <laughs> my first spray wasn't good. I feel like I have to let my underarms dry, oh. but yeah. I'm not sure. You know, you're good. used to like a, a regular deodorant that yeah. just,
0: you put it on. They oh. did say that. We were talking about that yesterday, how the alcohol doesn't dry as fast. All right, uh, I guess I'll get my shoes and we'll do some fitness.
2: Sounds good.
1: 40 minutes and some sweat later.
0: All right, so we just did mild torture for a half an hour in the gym. Uh, It actually wasn't that bad.
2: Some some squats, some butt kicks, some fire hydrants.
0: No one can see this, but I'm shaking my head. (laughs) She actually enjoyed it very much. I'm already sweating. Money or yours? I didn't sign up for all this hamstring. Is this fifteen? Twenty. What number are you on? I'm finished. Okay, I'll just stop. <laughs> uh that's a whole nother thing. So what we need to do now for this moment of truth is uh, I guess first we'll have a look and see if we notice any stains or anything on our clothes. Yours is white shirt. That yeah. looks like see. normal sweat spot. Yeah. My shirt is yellow and it's
2: and I don't, I just I don't see... don't see anything. No, just the sweat mark. Yeah.
0: That's your shirt it. is polyester too? They're both polyester? Yeah. Okay. Maybe Cotton might have done something different. All right. Uh, survey says, if you had to rate the odor, the body odor coming off your body right now, what, what number would you give it? I'd probably give...
1: This is also part of typical deodorant testing practices and is usually performed by professionally trained odor judges which are a real thing. We did not make that up for this episode. In formal deodorant trials, odor judges use a five or 10 level ranking system to judge the strength of the other human's body odor. The ranking system that Terrell and Jess used for this episode is called a malodor intensity scale. If you're interested, you can see an image of it on our Facebook and Twitter pages.
2: I'd probably give it a one. I think the same, I think it's just very little. It's, yes. uh, I smell mostly the essential oil. Yes,
0: I was going to say that. I'm surprised as hell because I I thought <laughs> this was about to be stupid and it wasn't going to do anything to mask the odor. But Yeah, I
2: mean, it really could be between a zero and a one because I kind yeah. of don't smell anything, but I know yeah. there might be a
0: little bit there. So so either the internet was right or we're both completely nose deaf. But... <laughs>
2: Either way. We need a third party.
0: Yeah. Maybe, like, next time we'll we'll figure out a... Hmm. Now that we've come to the end of our weird experiment, is this something that you think you would ever try again or use in Absolutely. real life? Absolutely.
2: I would. Yeah, this is great. I mean, I guess you have to see how it would work for a full work day or...
0: Yeah. If, you know. Or if you had to go somewhere professional, like yes. the office. that I think I would be nervous about that. But this wasn't bad. For workout? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's... It served its purpose. Well, high five. Thank you. So there you have it. It turns out that homemade deodorants also have ingredients we can't quite pronounce and cost a bit more than what you can get at the store. But if you're looking to break up with our $18 billion deodorant market, the Internet has got you covered. Just to be safe, probably check with your dermatologist first. And that's it. Stay tuned, everybody.
1: We would like to give a very special thank you to Jess for sharing her time and her kitchen and her gym pass and her vodka in order to help make this episode. Please tell the other humans to listen to the podcast so I don't have to go back to my day job.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Health Science for the rest of us. If you like what you heard be a pal and spread the love by sharing this podcast with a friend if you're not sure how or if your friend just needs some help you can both get some quick tips from our fun youtube tutorial just tap on the link in the show notes from this episode to learn more about the show in general or to see some pretty hilarious health memes and videos stop by our website at healthscienceforeveryone.com we're also on facebook in the group section and on Twitter, under the name Health Science Podcast. That's all one word.
1: For a limited time, Health Science for the rest of us listeners can save 20% on all NZT products at my online store by entering the promo code DARK42TOWERBEAMSUNSHINESTRAIN. Sunshine
0: strain. No, no, no. I told you we're not doing that.
1: My apologies. www.irisspecialtystoreforthingshumansbyglairhealth.com
0: Iris! Sorry. I'm hitting the button now.
1: Is that how my voice sounds?